I get up every morning, the first thing I do is write something about the Word of God for that day. And, and I have to say that, that that was the gift of the pandemic year for me. It, it, I said I have to give something, uh, I have to share something because we can't even gather for Mass. There was a period when we weren't celebrating Mass at all together. So then we went through our stages, uh, zooming in here and then outside there and then coming back. And um, so one of the things I began to do, I said, I, I just got to at least share the word. And, and it's been very fruitful for me. In fact, see, I should have listened to the church years ago and said, you know, focus on the word. Um, that's what Protestants do. Uh, some of them successfully and some of them less, I think. But I did. And I found that the word was just incredible. And, and it helped me all the more to appreciate that it's so much deeper than just the literal message on the page, that there's so many levels to it. And very often the story is almost inconsequential, even like the story today of the gospel. Um, but, but the truths that get revealed that then open up and then attach to our heart and our lives are just incredible. So this morning, as I, uh, and I also think that today's feast day is one of the craziest in the church here because apart from saying it's New Year's Day, amen, there's at least five names that this feast day has had. The one that is recognized today, that there's two names in the, in the feast today in the, in the liturgical books. One is the eighth day and the octave of Christmas. So that's, we're celebrating the octave of Christmas, okay? That's one. The second one is a newer one that happened, I think, with maybe John the 20th, and the, uh, John Paul, I'm not sure. The Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. And it's an intriguing name because it doesn't say Mother of Jesus, it's the Mother of God, which is quite a mouthful to say, Mother of God. The third is that it was called um, um, the, the oh, World Day of Prayer. That was in the, in the time of Pope Paul VI. And this was considered a wonderful day for the whole church to gather and pray for peace. Uh, not World Day of Prayer, World Day of Peace. But the oldest names when I grew up were the Feast of the Circumcision and the Presentation of the Lord. So there's five five themes out there that are very amazing wrapped up in Happy New Year. But I added, I, I called it today a five-layer cake, but I added a sixth layer because um, one of my favorite mystics that goes way back to like 1260, I think, is Meister Eckhart, a German, that, that's inconsequential, okay? But this German, Meister Eckhart, and he was denounced by the church. He was Dominican, and they tossed him out because they thought he was heretical. But oh my goodness, the things that he says. So today in the, in the Facebook page, I put a quote where I went to look up his quote so I got it word perfectly, in English anyway. And then it happened to open up not a whole bunch of quotes about Meister Eckhart, but a whole bunch of other beautiful quotes. So I hope you go to the Facebook page. It's a gift. It's a gift that I got, so I gave it right back to you. But Meister Eckhart said this phrase, and I just think it's, it's so profound in its simplicity. He said, 
if the only thing, no, if the only prayer you ever say to God is thank you, it's sufficient. I think that's extraordinary. And it, it belies how true it is to understand how gratitude and thankfulness is, should be at the core, of, the core and center of our soul, our heart, our being, every single day. As you may know, the word Eucharist comes from the Greek Eucharistine, which means thanksgiving, so that why we gather here to celebrate Mass, it's not, I don't think, primarily to give praise to God, it's to give thanks to God. It's to thank God, first of all, for the gift of life that we ever even existed. If just that we've existed, no matter how long. Secondly, to thank God for the gift of faith. But to be grateful is a gift in itself because when we are grateful, we, we multiply the gift that's been given to us. If somebody gives us something we don't like, and our first reaction is, oh, thank you. But inside we're going, ugh, ugh. You know, then we weren't grateful. How nice, though, to be grateful, not for the thing itself, but for the gift being given. Now, parents, I think, do this with children. Isn't it funny when a little child draws one of its first crayon figures and it's, it's this undecipherable thing on this page. We look at it and say, what the heck is that? But we say, oh, honey, that's so beautiful. Oh, because it wasn't the thing itself. It's that they gave it, and they gave it out of love. So Meister Eckhart says, if we just say thank you, that prayer is sufficient. So as we begin this year, it seems to me to be very powerful and meaningful and beautiful and essential to be grateful for the gift of life because we're, at least if I'm looking out there, we're all alive. I felt I died this week, but um, no, I'm very much alive. And for that, we need to be grateful. And sad at the same time for those who've died, especially those who've died of COVID, not just especially them, but but just because it, it reminds us of this awful grip that this pandemic has over us growing again. But today, when you listen to the scriptures, I noticed um, the, the word I'd have to, have to use is not only thankfulness and gratitude, but joy. The word of God today is just soaked and submerged in and splashed with and covered with joy. The first reading, the joy of the blessings of God. Bless the Lord every day because of all that he's done in our lives. The responsorial psalm, lo loving the mercy of God that has done so much to sustain us. The second reading, oh my goodness, telling us that we can be joyful because we can call God our Father. And like my scripture professor said in, in the seminary over 50 years ago, he said, the word Abba, it isn't like father, it's more like daddy. It's an intimate, intimate, it's like coming up to your father and saying, oh, daddy, daddy, I love you, papi, daddy. That's, that's the word Abba, it's intimate. And then the gospel, and again, like the story itself is, 
it's riddled with um, delight, you know, angels coming to the shepherds in the field and they're scared at first. Who, who wouldn't be scared at looking at an angel? And then they start singing glory to God in the highest, peace to all people of goodwill. And then they tell the story of Jesus' birth and then the shepherds come and it's, find it's just as the angel said and all they do is rejoice. That's what today is, I think, on the octave of that. We have to celebrate it again and say, amen, Lord, what a gift, what a gift. This is salvation. This is the beginning of that, but it's the beginning. And what a gift indeed. The promise has been fulfilled. That's what we celebrate today. And the hope is that as we do that, what a way to begin the new year in gratitude and in joy. So let it be. Let it be. Tenemos en esta celebración muchas cosas. No voy a repetir todo, pero quiero enfocar por ustedes los latinos en, en la segunda lectura, porque yo creo que ustedes tienen una especial um, adoración, si yo puedo decir, de mami y papi. Y cuando dicen, uh, dicen estas palabras uh, con bastante cariño, mami, papi. Y la cosa que me gusta en la cultura de los latinos, y yo no entiendo en mi cultura, si estoy con mis hermanos y hermanas, yo digo, nuestra madre. Pero los latinos dicen, mi madre, mi mamá. Y, y es, es una posesión total. No, es mi mamá. No estoy diciendo, no, es su mamá, pero cuando yo hablo, es mío, es mío. Y yo creo que hay un poder en eso. En la segunda lectura, tenemos la gracia del Espíritu Santo un regalito, un don que podemos decir Abba, Abba, Papi, Abba, no Padre, Papi. Porque esta palabra revela a los galatos y a nosotros que podemos decir esa palabra Abba, Papi, porque con este don del Espíritu Santo podemos entender y ver y oír que el amor de nuestro Padre en el cielo nuestro Creador es tan, tan fuerte que podemos tener la confianza, la confianza de ser papi. Cuando empezamos este nuevo año, si podemos empezar con todos estos sentimientos, que podemos empezar este año con la convicción que nuestro papi está cuidándonos, dándonos su misericordia, amor, y quiere guiar cada paso de nuestras vidas. ¿Vamos a caminar o correr perfectamente? No, somos pecadores. Vamos a caer. Pero Él va a inmediatamente, instantáneamente extender la mano que puede levantarnos y podemos caminar más y más en su amor.